it's Russ Payton with the Role Playing Bubble Radio. This episode 171, the SCP Foundation. Uh, and with me is a special guest, uh, Vince, who uh, writes for the SCP Foundation or is a editor. Uh, uh, Vince, can you tell us a little bit about it? Hi, uh, yeah, I'm Vince. Um, I am known on the wiki as uh, Vivax. Right now, I'm not super heavily involved in editing. I'm more on the outreach team. Uh, so if you bother the scp foundation's twitter you'll bother me directly uh but i have a lo- i've spent a lot of time on the wiki and it's been sort of my go-to fiction writing project for a while mm-hmm. um yeah so the idea for be- I, behind this episode uh came about because you know in our last episode we talked about bureaucracies and of course uh we mentioned uh the scp foundation as sort of a horrific bureaucracy in in many ways and uh as a way to sort of inspire using bureaucracy in your games and then of course i realized i actually uh knew vince uh you know from the internet uh, uh as an online friend and so i was like well why not <laughs> and vince you actually messaged you know you could have just asked and i'm like oh yeah <laughs> I totally could have done that. I had, in hindsight, I should have. So, uh, well, but I mean, yeah. I messaged yeah. you because you were mentioning me by name a lot. I was like, yeah. "This is really funny." <laughs> yeah. So, why not uh, just have this happen? Yep, uh, did not even me. So, um, but yeah, we're we're still in October. We're still in spoopy month, uh, spoopy skeleton month. And um, what's spoopier than you know the SCP Foundation? Uh, the yeah, so um, we are uh, going to delve more into that. And uh, so for those of the listeners who are not extremely online and may not be aware of the SCP Foundation, uh, can you first explain what the basic premise of it is? Uh, so the basic premise of the SCP Foundation is that it is a collaborative fiction writing website where people write uh, short stories in the format of like, an executive summary of how to imprison a supernatural object or thing or person. Um, it started because of a uh, creepypasta uh, post that was originally put on X on 4chan and has sort of spun out into this massive sprawling wiki with multiple competing canons, uh, hundreds of tales, thousands of objects, or supernatural things. And uh, it's premised on this like found horror, archival horror sort of thing where the, the adherence to the format and tone uh, sort of belie the deeper horror. Every article is supposed to greet you like an iceberg with the understanding that there's a lot of iceberg that you're not seeing. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, and yeah, it, it is, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the implication is everything, um, which is sort of a core horror tenet, uh, but this is sort of taking it to, I guess, the ultimate degree by using the rigid and formal language of bureaucracy with the occasional, you know, blacked out, well, more than occasional, uh, blacked out redacted, uh, 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 black bars, uh, to describe, Utterly horrific and impossible things. Um, and there have been uh, novels, uh, short stories, but also um, video games. And uh, there's a, there's an animated film or sort of cartoon series on YouTube. Um, there, there's, there's a lot uh, for there, the SCP There Foundation. is a lot. One of my pieces yeah. was actually featured in that cartoon series. 
Oh, cool. Which one? Yeah, the guy reached out to me, and I didn't see the message in the internal like wiki DMs for months because grad school. So, uh, it it, it was sort of a, a pleasant surprise as I, as I was leaving. <laughs> uh, what would a contribution made it to the series? Uh, it was uh, SCP-1836, which is sort of a take on the origin story of uh, Sedna, uh, the Inuit goddess of uh, mammalian sea life, which function mm. as her fingers. Um, uh, long story short, uh, you probably shouldn't attempt to imprison a force of, a force of nature, especially if you don't <laughs> know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Um, and of course, yeah, that's the whole thing about that is imprisoning things for the SCP Foundation because uh, it means secure, contain, protect. Um, and of course, that what they're what they're securing and containing is pretty obvious. But what they're protecting is sort of is are they protecting the thing or are they protecting everyone else from the thing? The answer uh, is yes. Like <laughs> the idea of the status, the, the idea of the SCP Foundation is that they are trying to maintain the status quo, uh, the the normalcy of the outside world, but also not just destroy things because they don't know which of these anomalies are like load bearing in sort of a reality maintaining sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if they did, they, they would want to understand what's causing it because they assume that anomalous things are fundamentally understandable through science. Uh, It just might take a while. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the philosophy is, I guess, partially partially reactionary in that uh, the foundation's completely committed to maintaining the world as it is right they're very centrist some really interesting spins yeah uh so obviously for role-playing games there's tons and tons of material to use uh for one thing the scp foundation um is uh my understanding is sort of like a creative commons thing anybody can kind of use it for non-commercial purposes uh is that sort of yeah that's correct every every article every story every page on the wiki is licensed through i actually have a page open uh cc 3.0 uh share and share alike attribution share alike license yeah Mm -hmm. so you can't make money by making a uh, SCP RPG, but you could certainly have a lot of fun by writing up SCP foundation stats for your favorite horror game. Um, or, uh, and, uh, or yeah, making your own contributions to it. So, uh, in terms of it's all fair game, in other words, for your, uh, uh your own RPG adventures. So, yep. uh, so yeah. long as if you actually put something out on the internet that you, uh, attempt to, establish some kind of authorship so like mm-hmm. linking back to the article uh looking on looking at who created the page or looking at like author pages is sort of something you have to do if you're going mm-hmm. to use scp stuff otherwise uh my, my friend in the uh copyright department will email you mm. okay. uh, friendly he's friendly but he's <laughs> he, he will email you yeah fair enough uh, so, but obviously there's, there's far more material in the SCP foundation, uh, uh, wiki than any one GM or player could ever use. Um, and I think there's a lot of material to use to mine for, uh, gaming stuff, uh, not just for the GM, but for the player as well. Uh, because the SCP foundation, uh, there's a, I mean, aside from the main focus, obviously on sort of the objects and the, the creatures, uh, the entities that it kind of contains, but there's also, um, a lot of, uh, w- w- 
focuses on the organization itself and the people who run it and the people who are like um i forgot what are the who are the people who are the the uh sort of test subjects what are the what are they called uh, uh class d but yeah. uh in terms of like how the wiki's been going it, they've been sort of de-emphasized because there was sort of this period of overemphasis on them to the point where mm-hmm. it became uh absurd to consider that you had this high a level of like uh disposable test subjects for things mm-hmm. so the, their status within like the way the community thinks about like what they are for and who these people are is like kind of shifting right now okay I don't um, think there's been a consensus yet. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But originally they were like basically criminals on death row who were brought into this instead. But like, you know, it at a certain point when you when you have this many like bizarre, concurrent, experimental, supernatural things, uh, it's just it it just. I think even in the United States, which has a pretty substantial over-incarceration problem, you're going to run into a supply issue. Yeah. To say nothing of the human rights issue. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Uh, but still, like, that that's, you know, obviously player character background. You know, I was a Class D test subject until I escaped. At least I thought I escaped. Right, Maybe yeah. Maybe let me go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's also like, uh, multiple factions within the SCP and, um, there's depending on the canon, uh, various antagonist organizations like the chaos insurgency, which, uh, is a great band name for a thrash metal band. So, um, (laughs) I think, uh, but yeah. Um, and so there, there, there's a lot to work with, uh, in terms of that. So, uh, but since you know the SCP uh, Foundation a lot better than I do, like, what are you, what are sort of like, what's your be- your primary advice for people who are looking at it, uh, for mining it for gaming RPG stuff? So, I mean, I guess the first thing I'd ask is that people like, if you're going to use this stuff, uh, is to narrow your focus. Uh, this is a pretty full buffet with a lot of stuff, um, and you want to pick and choose maybe a few things to emphasize and then gradually titrate in other things or don't. Um, Otherwise things can become pretty a lot really quickly. Like it's just, there's just a lot of stuff to uh, use here. So um, when the SCP foundation was running a community um, RP on our like IRC server, uh, we focused our uh, role-playing game around uh, SCP-354, uh, 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 the Red Pool, which is this um, pool of red liquid in northern Canada that uh, periodically discharges strange things, uh, strange life, and may or may not lead to another place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the purpose of this RP was basically you are... Uh, agents, you are staff, you're researchers at this facility containing this thing and every once in a while you may be called away to do something else or you may need to do something in the pool. Um, so the the limiting the scope of it to this one very strange thing really allowed us to explore uh, <laughs> the red pool in depth and also you know, introduce elements as needed uh, to to introduce complications. 
So mm-hmm. like there's uh, a group of interest groups of interest are uh, rival factions within the uh, SCP foundation universe um, that also traffic in anomalous or supernatural things. Um, we had a break in by uh, basically an acquisitions person from a group called Marshall Carter and dark, which is like Suthabees for rich assholes who want to have like supernatural anomalous stuff to like, play with and use on people so we had to deal with like the possibility of a containment breach because somebody wanted to like uh have a creepy creature from the red pool universe like as a pet essentially a pet that you (laughs) feed people to wow yeah yeah uh, interesting. So, yeah, I think that's a, uh, I mean, that's obviously a great premise for not just a one shot, but like an entire campaign, uh, for like, say the esoterrorist or something or on, well, yeah, uh, any, any of your modern horror games, I think would work with, uh, the SCP foundation. Um, yeah, like the, I, I think that, um, the, the cool thing about the SCP foundation is like, depending on like how you want to structure it, it can fit into a bunch of different systems, so if you really want to focus on like uh, the containment of horror sort of thing, you can probably run it in like a, a, a modded Delta Green or Esoterrorists. But if you wanted to make this more of like a uh, uh, something that explores the setting from another perspective, say uh, imprisoning things because they are anomalous is bad. Um, maybe running a fate game using the Serpent's Hand as your protagonist organization. The Serpent's Hand is this um, secret collective of people spread all over the world who freely use supernatural things. They're basically the freedom-fighting wizards faction. Um, And their base is within an infinite library that lies outside of and within space-time. It's not really clear. It's sort of a dumping ground for everything's written works, everything's knowledge that extends infinitely. Um... And it has portals to basically anywhere. So it's a good hub world, but it's also a good like organizational structure if you're going to like stake it to the man. Yeah. Interesting. Um so yeah, I I think, you know, when we were talking about this uh, before, you sort of described this um the uh the SCP as sort of a uh, genre of literature more than anything else, because I think uh, you know, for a lot of people, myself included, when I think of the SCP Foundation, I just think, oh, cool things that I can grab for games. Um, and that's kind of like, you, you described it as a trap of just thinking of them as monster and magic item lists. Yeah, I mean, like, I- I've been sort of marinating in this for a while. So I was like seeking out sort of strange new media studies people to sort of like structure some of my thoughts on this. And I encountered... Um, some writing by I can't I can't remember specifically who that sort of uh, postulates that the the wiki uh, is the text itself like the amalgamation of the articles the collaborative effort the community as author uh, means that the SCP Foundation constitutes sort of a, a novel genre of sci-fi or a novel medium of literature. Mm-hmm. Um, so to consider like each article in a vacuum is to really like disregard. Uh, sort of how the wiki was formed and like what each article is saying in dialogue with each other. Um, so it, it's really better treated as like a setting 
or as like a place for for from in RPG context as a setting or like a place to mine like premises from rather than mm-hmm. like as a place to get monsters from. I mean, you could certainly do it, but the interesting thing about the wiki is that like you have a lot of people who have spent a lot of time getting the ethos of an organization that like puts these things essentially in perpetual preservation for, you know, shady reasons, right? Like Mm -hmm. the, and there's also the sort of the philosophical differences within the SCP foundation as to like how to use anomalous things. If you're going to right, like Mm -hmm. some people uh, write stories where different anomalies contain each other in like perpetual feedback loops. Uh, Some things are just uncontainable. So like, yeah, it, it's a it's a diverse ecosystem, and it's actually gone through a bunch of different like literary movements. Uh, early stuff is like very hard on the grim, dark, creepy stuff, mm-hmm. but then there's like a backlash that leads into the more comedic and pulpy, and then a further backlash that leads it more into this like sort of new sci-fi. Um, it it's it's interesting, and I think you kind of have to like if you're going to use it do a fair bit of homework just so you get the tone that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I had not realized that there was like <laughs> different, yeah. Uh, 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 movements within the, the SCP about, but I mean, that makes sense. It's been around for a while now. Like, yeah, it's uh, like 10 years old, which is yeah. like an eternity in internet time. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's managed to survive like the eternal September and like multiple attempts to uh, take over it from like people that don't really care about writing as such or like playing in the setting as such, but just sort of want to like shit post mm-hmm. it's it, shit posting has become a genre of SCP itself. Like there's an entire group called gamers against weed, which is just like the SCP foundation trying to reckon with like Tumblrite culture. <laughs> it's yeah. So Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so we've we've absorbed the yeah. shit posters and turned them into a group of interest. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, and also the people who write on the wiki have like grown up substantially too. It's not all high schoolers anymore. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's like people have like lives and families now. I'm like 30, right? But like Clef, who is like one of the original admins and is like you know one of the central characters of the wiki. is like a guy with kids now and he's Mm -hmm. gone through and he's changed his old articles to you know not necessarily be like better in the sense of like better writing but like better in the sense that like he's matured and his perspective has matured and like the kind of horror or the kind of tone he's going for is like more nuanced right Mm -hmm. so he he's done this partially as a project because like his kids might come into it and he doesn't necessarily want them to see something that was written by him as an edgelord teen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's grown up. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that means there's like 10 years worth of material now to, to sort of sort through. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know when I've gone to the wiki, I would just like look for the thing top rated entries and like read through some of those. Uh, and then because there's so much that was more than enough to sort of like fill my idle time. Uh, but, um, 
you know, we're looking at this perspective of people who are looking for stuff for RPGs. So um, some of the some of the entries are, you know, more gameable than others. Uh, you know, I think some of the more absolute, you know, end of the world ones that are cosmic and powerful and et cetera, et cetera, aren't necessarily as gameable as like, here's a weird thing. And it kills people every once in a while, but we're not sure how. Um, yeah. So um, how do you how, you know. To the novice, uh, how would you advise them in exploring the wiki in terms of finding things? Um, would you like look for category or theme first, or um, are there any curated lists of these kind of things? Um, so one of the things I would do um, once you've like gotten a feel for the wiki by like seeing what's oldest and most popular, I guess, is to look at what's top rated and new. Um, which will kind of give you a feel for like what the site is doing now, like what the what the the hot new things on the market are, I guess. Um, but I mean, once you've done that, you know, it's it's about like exploring uh, tags and looking for tales with interesting titles or looking through canons, right? So, uh, if I were trying to set a a game in this universe, I would probably uh, look for an SCP that can sort of function as like an enduring setting element rather than looking for something that is just sort of a scary monster or, uh, you know, a, a unconfrontable world ending threat. So like it, so like if you're like writing a, like an SCP sort of game out, like, going to like SCP 3008, which is the infinite Ikea and sort of like using that as like this, this persistent setting uh, to like the setting element, like you are people who are tasked with going into the infinite Ikea and pulling civilians out uh, who, or you are people who are anthropologists who are tasked with studying the rudimentary civilization that has developed within the Ikea uh, like that, I think would make like a fairly robust, like short campaign. Um, yeah, I like the or, Infinite Ikea too, because that was the one well, that, that was featured in the um, uh, cartoon, uh, yeah, and a very good episode with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the cartoon's also a really good source for just like, like what's in the wiki that isn't like obvious, right? Like, because that that guy is like, the, I I can't remember his name, but like the the creator of that series is like really really good at finding, um, SCPs that are sort of off the beaten track to use as like fodder for his show. Um, the other really good source for things is just the groups of interest list, right? So like I mentioned before we started recording that the the wiki uh that the the universe of the wiki is set in isn't just like the foundation and nothing else. It's part of an ecosystem of different competing interests who all want supernatural things uh, to go in a particular way and playing those off each other and sort of like a game of like paranormal politics is like a really, it's a potentially rich area of play. Right. So like there's, you can like explore the difference between like the SP foundation, which is all about, uh, containing and studying things with 
the way that the GOC, the Global Occult Division, which is like, if the UN peacekeepers were like kind of a shoot first, ask questions later organization and also were supernatural, like if comparing and contrasting those like motives and motivations is like a, a potentially really interesting place to go. Um, it's also a really good place for like characters to come from, right? Like you have all of these different uh, factions within the, within the universe. You've got like, uh, the Church of the Broken God, who are these people who believe very strongly in this uh, thing, this this clockwork deity that uh, they replace their bodies with machine parts. They're sort of like a steampunk religious Borg. Like that's a potentially really interesting like faction to have a character come from or uh, have a player character group confront. Um, there's the Serpent's Hand which is like the, the freedom fighting wizards group. I mean, like, you know, the, 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 these are people that reached out into the darkness uh, and embraced it and felt the darkness embrace them back, but not in a creepy way in like a warm and fuzzy sort of way. Um, you could even do like a full, like X files type thing using the unusual instance unit, which is like, the criminally underfunded part of the FBI that deals with the anomalous. So there's, there's a lot of like very real, very rich stuff for a player character to have been a part of, or for an SCP focused like game to use. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not even like you have to go super deep into this stuff. Like um, groups of interest is like just one of the like links on the sidebar of the wiki under goi so yeah i'm looking at it right now yeah there's a lot of really interesting things um it does it, it's interesting to see that uh some of these have a very like the the sheer range of sort of aesthetic in terms of like what it, you know the sort of traditional horror things and then we have things like are we cool yet uh like, is this part is are we cool yet as part of the shit posting thing i mean it kind of looks like that are we cool uh, yet is like um an anarchist anomalous artist collective Mm -hmm. um they uh are like a fringe artistic surrealist movement that is trying to make the surreal real if you click the link on are you cool yet it leads you to a page with a photo of um, scp-173 which is like the statue the famous one that started the wiki with uh like a take on uh, uh this is not an scp written underneath it like <laughs> the the point of are we cool yet is like can we take the anomalous and use it as like a, f a source of art and a source of commentary uh but like the the danger of this group is that like you know you get like artists who are kind of uh plase about safety uh and so some of their works are like not super great from the perspective of the foundation but i mean mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to make outsider art, why not like really triple down and make it super, super outside the laws of <laughs> physics, for example? Hey yeah, um, I like that because I remember one of the earliest SCP entries um, was that King and Yellow esque play uh, about the Hangman, um, and I yeah I could see um, this group being interested in that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, and then there's like a restaurant, and then there, but there's some more edgelordy factions too, like the factory, 
And right. Nobody knows anything about it because it's, you know, so weird. And um, it, it's kind of interesting to see the different styles of authorship, too, uh, because, you know, some are more traditional, like balanced within it, but some are like, this is, you know, it's kind of like the RPG problem. Like my character is my original character is more powerful than your original character. Well, my original faction is more powerful than the other original factions. Um, so I guess part of the, the SCP thing is, um, how do you do that balancing in terms of like power, you know, cause there, there is that sort of like, uh, my edgelord with a katana and trench coat is cooler than your edgelord with a katana and trench coat. Um, I mean, so. I think the I think the key here is that like none of these factions can be the most powerful uh, because the anomalous things that exist within the universe are more powerful than any of them. Like if you look at specific entries and entities, like the 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 point of the setting is that there's this competing ecosystem of like weirdos doing weird things. It's sort of unknown unknown armies esque in that way, but like none of these people or, and none of these, none of these organizations are like actually um, like really able to assert control over everything. Right. Like there's this uh, good, like ongoing thing between the SCP foundation and the fifth church, which is this um, religious organization that um, is all about like, transcendence there's sort of a new agey thing uh Mm -hmm. that has sort of strange effects on the way the the world works around them and there there was an incident where they almost like completely overran the entire like uh southern part of the united states uh because a book of theirs became a bestseller and the foundation wasn't really paying attention so like it it's not a matter of like who is biggest and baddest because like no matter who you are in this setting, there's always something bigger and badder that like you may not even know is there. Um, like the library, even though it plays host to the serpent's hand is itself its own entity. It has its own rules. It has its own mind and has its own like beings that it commands. And it, it's not really beholden to anyone or anything. It simply exists for its own ends. So the fact that there are so many things like that within the setting means that nobody can actually like win or dominate. So it's just a matter of like restraining your own edgelord tendencies. Like don't, don't like super bot, like bite down on any one group um, and make them like, the one true thing because there is no one true thing. That's there is no canon. That's kind of the point. Okay. Um, because yeah, that seems to be the problem with a lot of collaborative projects is especially when there's RPG or, you know, sort of, uh, uh, speculative fiction elements is that my, the thing that I'm interested in is the most special and unique part of this setting. Not, not your stuff. Um, so uh, I guess, yeah, but with uh, the SCP Foundation, it's like, let everything in. And then, like, uh, I think you described it as, like, a buffet table uh, of just pick and choose what you want. Or a la carte, that was it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a buffet. It's an a la carte. Like, the, the there are certainly, like, groups of authors that sort of compete interpersonally to, like, promote their own stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not as if anybody uh, really organizes against other people's work. In fact... Um, downvoting campaigns are like 
forbidden as like part of site culture and if you're found to have been organizing one like you it, it's grounds for banning so like there's there's a lot of like positive competition in like yes do your best work and put it out there but like there's not really a strong cultural motivation to like destroy other people's work not really uh so I guess the the reason why everything is so extra on the wiki is because everybody is trying to be extra in a particular way, which. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean that that's kind of uh, that's just sort of endemic to role playing. <laughs> yeah. In uh in general, so um the so once the thing is um once once you get a uh. Uh, you know, you pick your group of interests, or you pick. Uh, there's also, um, I think we got to mention canon. There is like an actual canon hub, uh, with different canons, um, that yes. sort of describe not just like what what if you want. So again, choosing like what what flavor of SCP you want, um, and each and I like the canon page because it has a little summary, a little little teaser of like what each one is about, um. And, uh, you know, like, like I just clicked on unfounded and has, uh, yeah, there's also stories aside from that, but yeah, like, uh, going back to the actual thing. So, um, once you, you sort of burrow down, um, the, the, the standard format for an SCP entry is written in a very bureaucratic language. Um, and that this is kind of like the, the sort of uh meat and potatoes of of the wiki is the individual entry isn't it or i mean yeah there's the it it, the uh the wiki entries like by far outnumber um the majority like they're they're in the majority of like things on the wiki uh so yeah Uh, the, the the way i i tend to read an scp is to like for the most part, skip past the special containment procedures, which is like the first thing in the article is like, here's how you keep this thing in a box. Um, and then I, I'm, I, I read the description first and go back to the containment procedures because they make more sense with that context. Um, and then I sort of like get into the stuff at the end, like addendas and other things. The It's sort of like trying to figure out how to read like a scientific document. Like you mm-hmm. want to look at introduction, you want to look at uh, conclusion, and then like go back into the results and methods section to see if the conclusion is supported by the results and methods. Like, what is your argument, and like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. So, I mean, does that answer the question, or did I go off? And I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's sort of like again for people who aren't familiar with it, this is sort of uh, a good way of approaching it, um, and. Yeah, what are, what are, uh, uh, and that's the one I'm most familiar with. Like, I'm looking, I, I was, you know, looking through the serpent's hand, so I clicked on something, and then it led me to SCP 2344, uh, which is actually a place, a series of tunnels, uh, that extends through various extra dimensional spaces. So, um, so I guess once you, what other kind of formats are popular on? Are there, uh, I mean, I know there's stories, there's like normal fiction, uh, but are there any other kind of, unusual document formats uh yeah a lot of the um a lot of the groups of groups of interest have their own like have their own document formats for like whatever they're doing internally um the the serpent's hand has their own side wiki called the wanderer's library which is a collection of like uh 
magical realist and surrealist fiction that is set within the universe but is not necessarily tied to anything on the wiki itself it's like a different kind of repository um mm-hmm. and there's there's yeah so yeah that I, I think that answers the question there there yeah. are other document types there are like religious bits there's a there's entire side wikis and you have the hubs for each group of interest that sort of give you like a brief explainer as to what the group is about and also like which scps are known to be connected to it uh and so on so like there there are a lot of things like that in the wiki there's also like art on the wiki um sunny i think it's sunny parallax does a ton of like art on their author page where they will draw everything in sort of a hypergraphic style almost like they're doing logos for every single thing on the wiki so there's like a there's like some good evocative images too that are just sort of free to use uh, oh cool yeah there's a, even their own artwork hub um of course it's very classified uh look only at your own risk yeah there's also the deviant art community that does stuff for the wiki like there's there's just a tire there's a group of fan artists you know like there's there's a lot of stuff you can use it's just a matter of like devoting some time and attention to it if you're if you're gming you should probably do that anyway yeah that's fair um so there's a ton of tons of material out there so uh way more than any one person uh could look at what do you are there any particular like canon hubs or entries that you feel um are uh better for game like uh, one just sort of ge- what are there any particular canon hubs you think are better for gaming than others um uh, especially for like again modern occult horror is kind of what we're looking at but uh, well i mean you mentioned like scp even goes into other genres like there's less like we think of the scp as a very grim dark horrific thing but there's there's clearly some people turning it into like you know more uh well like you said you know magical realism or uh that kind of thing you know fantasy um or even like more traditional science fiction so um i don't know what 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 do you think in terms of general hubs uh, would be a good place for starting points so in terms of like different so in terms of like different canons or like different things in particular um, we'll start with canons first and then go into like the, like the best entries that you feel are underserved or like, like if you really need a one shot, look at these, these entries, but we'll, we'll start with the canons. Okay. So uh, in terms of canons, like there's a really good canon for like sort of sword and sorcery style play called Bellerverse, which is like thousands of years after the end of the world. Um, the surviving humans basically are dealing with the remnants of the SCP foundations uh, failure and unfinished work. Um, it's like kind of, it's not really Conan esque. It's a little more Thundar. Ah, uh, no, it's, it, it's as if you merge like the sword and sandal genre with like some bits of the dark ages and also a little bit of like, um, the weirdness of the the uh, Dark Souls games, right? Sort of like mm-hmm. the sort of environmental sad storytelling. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for like, you know, people on a quest to like fix the world sort of stuff in like a fantasy-esque setting, that would be very good. It'd just be kind of a dark fantasy. Um, mm-hmm. If you wanted to do more... Um, 
uh, spy versus spy stuff, uh, I'd click through the coldest war, which is like basically um, <laughs> like the SCP Foundation competing um, as like a proxy arm of the U.S. government with uh, communist powers for control over anomalous things. So it's like Cold World spying plus um, anomalous stuff plus like should the foundation like even be involved in this politicking should we just like retreat into ourselves and do what we need to do in order to prevent the world from ending um <laughs> yeah nice I, I would i'd i'd plug my own canon that i was involved in but like it's really not very gameable even though it's called mm-hmm. the only game in town um cuz <laughs> it's it's just very surreal it's not it's not super good for that like right it's based it's based on that play scp you were talking about earlier but like as like the it's basically like the play is a sensory organ for like an eldritch being that hates literacy so like probably not something for a game unless you're like oh is it based on that one entity that is done entirely in pictographs uh uh, no that came later but like if we uh i mean like if I were to write in that can again, I would certainly incorporate it, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, what entry is that? That, that one is great. Um, I don't, I don't remember. It's very good though. Yeah. Um, in terms of like specific SCPs that are good for, um, good for like, it's uh 2521 and I will make sure to make a note of that so I can put it in the show notes. Um, just, yeah. Cause there are, yeah. So we will talk about individual injuries in a bit, but yeah, uh, sorry. Continue. Sure. Uh, I, I was about to just switch over to okay. individual entries, but like off the top of my head, those are two very good, um, very good cannons to use for like RPG settings stuff. Um, as far as like individual entries, uh, SCP-093, the Red Sea object is sort of, is sort of, uh, it, it's, it's very good for that in that like, it's basically a discus that when applied to a mirror uh, opens a portal to, you know, another reality, a reality that appears to have ended um, where these like large uh, creatures with gigantic arms that are sort of humanoid, but unspeaking crawl around ruined cities. Um, There, there was some sort of like, thing that happened there that uh is clearly very bad that ended the world and put it into that state so as far as like an scp entry that would like really really work for like sort of a a long form exploratory sort Mm -hmm. of game messing with the red sea object and it's sort of space time traveling stuff to this other world would be really cool um I don't know if you've seen um, Noen, which is like this uh, anime about that that same concept, but it could it could easily like get you that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just looking for more entries now. There's because there's just so many, and I know I don't have them have them all like memorized. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, basically 25... impossible to keep up. Uh, yeah, uh, that is true. I mean, how how big is the community? Do you think? Um... Active people, there's usually about a thousand people active at any given time. Um, because, like, newly created pages can, like, get hundreds of upvotes within, like, 
a couple weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's probably under a thousand people actively, but there's there's more than a thousand people who are affiliated with the wiki who log in every day and like pl- and like poke around and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can get like articles that take off pretty quickly and like get a couple thousand upvotes on them. Uh, now. Uh, back when I started, it was a really big deal when you got your first hundred upvotes, and now it's like uh, it, the thousand mark is the high mark. Like I, I, I know of the SCP wiki. I've known it for years. Every once in a while, I go back to it, but I'm certainly not an active user uh, by any means. Um, I don't know. I don't think I even have an account. I might have an account. I don't remember. Um, it has been around for ten years, but uh, there's. Like its impact is obviously much larger than these thousand people because, like, yeah, know. because it's it, like it's been around for so long, um, and it's been like stable for so long and creating so much. It's been creating so much content for so long that like it's become like it's become a part of internet culture too. Like it's mm-hmm. it's bigger than any one author and bigger than any one entry. I know it was kind of funny. Like, um, I remember seeing you chat like about how all these articles uh, about the recent video game Control were all talking about how it was clearly influenced by the SCP Foundation, but yet none of them would actually link to the SCP Foundation website yeah. in these articles. Uh, which is like, I mean, the Control is fine, but like, it's far more tame than the yeah. any of the scp canons uh, i mean th- that that was definitely like a problem with some of my takes on these things but the other problem is that like it just didn't it just didn't seem to treat like a stable internet writing community like terribly seriously you know mm-hmm. I, I, like the Slenderman stuff was big for a while but it just sort of went away and other creepypastas have been archived on creepypasta wikis, but they haven't like turned into their own animal, like not in the way that this has. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not just talking as like a person who's like invested time into this, you know, but like it, you can cosplay as like SCP characters and people recognize you at cons. Like it's, it's a big enough deal that it's like expanded into other parts of like, nerd culture and internet culture and i guess just culture now the control is here uh that i i think it i think it deserved more serious consideration than the treatment that wired gave it um mostly because wired was like you can clearly see that this item in control was this scp and i'm like well okay that's cool but for people who have no context as to what this is or like what these things are like why Mm -hmm. is this even in print you know yeah um but yeah and people know that it's been around but like they think like like cylinder man like cylinder man is just like some photoshops and a couple stories and then of course those those murders yeah Yeah, uh and marble horn yeah and a bunch of web series that never go anywhere because you know (laughs) they may not have known what they were doing right Uh, or there was nowhere to go yeah, um, uh, but, but in, in SCP is a huge body of literature. It's a subgenre of uh, of uh, uh, well, it's its own like of speculative fiction because it's not. It, there's horror, science fiction, and fantasy elements in it. It's not just you know horror. Yeah, and like th- there, it it plays across like a it, it's a syncretic thing in that like it plays across a bunch of different things simultaneously. So like, um, SCP four thousand and four. 
is it's kind of hard to describe what it is because it's an amalgamation of thousands of different anomalous objects that have been bonded to the partially alive body of um, Emperor Norton, um, Joshua Abraham Norton, a sort of a famous character from San Francisco history who was, you know, like a local eccentric who acted as if he was the emperor of the United States. Mm-hmm. And everyone in San Francisco just sort of treated him, you know, nicely and acted as if he was. And like heads of state would visit him when they were in town. Like, ah, yes, the emperor of the United States. But the article is about how he actually was the emperor of an alternate universe, uh, United States, and that his presence in our reality is actually like a function of U.S. imperialism, right? Like you can get some like you can get some like uh crossover between like atlas obscura style like strangeness with some like like commentary on like the lengths to which we'll go to like create this uh, the the lengths to which the united states government will go like in foreign policy to create this thing uh that it that the united states is right like it's it's bigger than just like uh spooky thing that uh you know makes you scared it's like uh mm-hmm. a source of like it, like like all science fiction it's a, a place for people to comment on the world as it is and to reflect on the world as it was so yeah i like that i mean yeah uh emperor norton uh yeah who is a actual real person this is not a creation of no uh, he's not uh, yeah. he's an actual real historical figure yeah um I love that. This is definitely a very unknown armies. Uh, the idea that uh, his grave is attracting all these other occult objects. Um, I, I think, yeah, no, that's really cool. Uh, and that, again, it shows the variety of like what you can do. It's not just, I think a lot of the best SCPs um, are the ones that aren't necessarily the deadliest. I mean, they sort of like there's, Oh yeah. There's this whole classification system for SCPs. Uh, the Euclid Keter, um etc uh kind of thing like representing how dangerous it is um it's actually not danger really it's it's more about how easy it is to contain um and what its effects are so like a safe like if an scp were safe like it's just something you can put in a box and it'll stay in the box it won't do anything right so like technically a nuclear weapon is a safe scp Right, as long as you don't turn it on and launch it at something, it's like pretty much just going to sit there. Um, something Euclid is something that will like, like active its effects, or uh, because it's intelligent, will actively resist containment in some way. Uh, but there's usually a pretty good way of like dealing with it. Keter things are things that are just uh, so dangerous or strange or reality breaking that it's a very intense task to put them in containment. And then there's like other more esoteric containment types like Apollon or Thamiel. Um, I think Thamiel is like an SCP that in existing contains other SCPs. So you don't want to like mess with it terribly much. And Apollon is like something that's beyond the ken of humankind to deal with, but we're kind of watching it from a distance to hopefully, uh, keep it from doing stuff to us <laughs> uh i like that one uh do you have any examples of that uh, uh yeah i don't remember the number but it's called the deer 
uh, in all caps. Um, it's this like thing that appears to be like a deer made of like stellar matter. Um, it is a god, and it was seen uh, in the orbit of Saturn and appeared to notice that it was seen. Uh, and it's, there's there's like a bunch of stories about it that I can't I can't pull the plots out of my head. There's just again there's just too much material. But like the deer is a really good example of something Apollon level. Um, most of the SCP-001 entries because there's several dozen SCP ones because like it's like a way for writers to demonstrate that they are really really committed and really really good. They'll come up with like some mm-hmm. crazy idea and make and nominate it as number one, and we don't really delete them unless they're bad. <laughs> so <laughs> there's like I think ten SCP 001s, and most of them are you, you know pretty much Apollon, but like they're not necessarily classified that way because they might have been written before that was even a thing that was on the wiki. Mm-hmm. So like the the angel that guards the Garden of Eden is in there um, as like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. I like that that whole idea of reframing, you know, uh, theology as uh, oh, we got to contain this thing. The yeah, that one's yeah. that one's really fun because like you know, th- there's no photo of the angel. It's just sort of a heat map image that's kind of vaguely human shaped. Um, and there's this bit at the end where someone like tries to listen into the radio waves it's giving out, and it's just like screaming hymns into the stars in every direction like it's it's they're all very good in their own ways uh yeah no i uh i i like that um so uh by the way the the deer i looked it up is scp 2845 uh, thank you so much deer from saturn uh and uh yeah no it's very 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 uh spooky i like there there there's some art of it uh if you google it so uh, i might have to use that for the uh the episode art um so yeah uh, i guess at this point are there any other um scp entries we haven't talked about that you'd like to to give a shout out to i guess I mean, if I could like, so I I have an art. The last entry I wrote for the wiki is SCP forty six hundred. Um, it's functionally uh, debt as an SCP. So like the the reason I bring mm. it up is not to like plug my own work, but to like plug the idea that like the SCP Foundation can include some very very strange conceptual like kinds of horror. And in this case, I wrote up basically an article about how the, the SCP Foundation was like propping up global capital uh, by containing the notion of the evil eye to underdeveloped countries. Uh, the evil eye was sort of understood in the in like medieval times to be this like uh, thing that would uh, wreak havoc upon something good if it was acknowledged. But in this case, it's like a cosmic rebalancing force that uses human sight and perception as sort of its vehicle for understanding what is valuable and good in the world. Uh, but as it turns out, with like a global massive like news sphere and global connectivity, it's really difficult for people to not notice that they don't have things. So it's sort of the increasing and increasingly desperate like attempt to keep. Uh, inequality where it is 
uh, and uh, that's wow, that's yeah. yeah. So so that's SCP forty six hundred. Uh, it's like cosmic debt, but like cosmic debt that you owe to everybody else around you because goodness actually is a finite resource, uh, and you can't hoard it all to yourself. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a, a social commentary in my SCP Foundation. Uh, it's perish the thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Um, yeah, so there's tons of material for, um, RPG players and game masters, obviously, uh, for use of the SCP foundation, you know, even if you're playing a game, that's not with the SCP foundation, you could say, Oh, my character is secretly from the serpent's hand or the chaos insurgency or, uh, you know, or my character is secretly an SCP themselves. Yeah. They are anomalous uh, and mm -hmm. they're working within the foundation May, they maybe not maybe don't even know that they're anomalous, but things happen to them or they do things when certain criteria are met. Mm -hmm. um, and dealing with that and dealing with like the possible fallout of being imprisoned for life, because sometimes when you sneeze, things turn green and I'm not talking about the thing coming out of your nose, but like something unrelated. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think one of the things I also like about the SP foundation is they, they clearly have no, it's compatible with all cosmologies of different horror settings because uh, the there's there's never been. I mean, obviously, some entries would try to explain this is the reason why all this stuff works. You know, it's magic or it's science that we don't understand or it's you know hypergeometry or whatever. But there's no clear like unifying. The reason why all these things exist is because of X. Um, it's just things. There's a bunch of weird things we don't understand why. Uh, there's never, there's, there's no way to say there, there's no way to, for a single person to say the, the SCP foundation is incompatible with your game because your game requires this to work. And the SCP foundation requires that to work, you know, something different. Um, you know, like you can't have unknown army style magic in a game with the Cthulhu mythos, um, unless the Cthulhu mythos was a subset of that unknown army style, human powered belief magic. Um, right. Yeah, because they're sort of diametrically opposed. The Cthulhu mythos is all about forces beyond our comprehension using alien science we don't comprehend to like fuck with us because we're just you know worms on the edge of existence. Whereas unknown armies, we're it, we did it. We're responsible for everything. All the supernatural stuff is just our collective belief in something and making it real. Uh, but in SCP, it's like. Eh, yeah, and I like that. So um. yeah, that's actually the subject of one of the zero zero ones. Um, the last line of it is that there is a god in this universe, and it's a bunch of horror writers, right? So like, <laughs> very meta. Yeah, it's super meta. But like, the reason it's so malleable is because like, you know, it's it's that way by design. Like, we're we're not here to tell you what you're allowed to feel scared by or allowed to incorporate in SCP. We're really here just to facilitate the writing of this stuff and to like, you know, make sure that the quality is consistent, even if like tone or uh, like specific, like, like uh, in universe cause is, consistent where it's the the whole point of this is that like the foundation is going to try to preserve the world uh, as they understand it uh regardless of what is involved and try to prevent the supernatural from happening 
uh, because that's what they do. And it doesn't actually matter what that supernatural thing is. Cool. Um, so thank you so much, Vince, for uh, coming on the show. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug uh, before you go? I mean, I already plugged my own article. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, so, I guess, I guess, like, if you're going to be like looking at the SCP Foundation, you should also probably check out the Wanderers Library wiki because, um, it's a it's a completely different flavor of project, but it's it's related, and it has a lot of like, uh, strange and pretty work on it. There's like a 100 part story series about like somebody going on uh a like a dimensional foot journey where uh they just meet a bunch of strange characters and it's sort of their diary in like you know uh sort of a coming of age rumspringa sort of thing but the longer you read it the more inhuman you realize that this person is even though they are still very clearly a person so it's it's a it's a nice fun read as opposed to like a scary read. So if you pop over the Wanderers Library, you can find that sort of thing. Cool. Um, yeah, I know. I've I'm gonna incorporate some more um, SCP Foundation stuff in my games in the future. Uh, so uh, yeah, thank uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm at Ross Payton on Twitter. Uh, Vince, you are. I mean, uh, you can find me <laughs> under a bunch of different names on Twitter. You can find the SCP Foundation at SCP Wiki, uh, and the found then the Wanderers Library at Wanderers Library, but because it's not long enough, it's too <laughs> long for the for Twitter's characters. Um, and you can find me at, at Vincent D Gabriel. Cool. Uh, be warned, the, my normal Twitter account is basically just news aggregation and like my professional stuff, so it's not super relevant to this podcast yeah <laughs> all right uh fair enough uh thank you all for listening and uh be sure to uh subscribe if you uh, haven't already to the rppr patreon we have tons of bonus podcasts uh and early access content uh that's patreon.com slash rppr and uh thank you all for listening uh we'll see you next time bye bye